Now, Antigua de Guatemala is a lovely place. If we thought Granada in Nicaragua was good in terms of its colonial charm, layout, people, etc., and Antigua, Guatemala was just that little bit better. Why? It's difficult to put your finger on it unless you've been there. Or we could say that the, you know, the buildings were immaculate. The surrounding areas, again, you're high up in the mountains. They were fantastic. You could visit the Cerro de la Cruz, you know, uh, across on top of a hill. Quite a few things to do. People were pleasant, relatively inexpensive again. There was just something about that place. You, you could easily spend a week there and not get bored, especially the amount of different hiking um, places and things that you can do as well. But we were going to break up our time in Antigua. Uh, I'm just going to call it Antigua for now because it makes life a bit easier. We were going to break up our time here purely because we wanted to go to uh, the Lago Atitlan as well. And in order to get to Lago Atitlan, the easiest place to get there from was Antigua. So we knew that if we had a couple of days in Antigua, we could then go up to um, the Lago for a couple of days, come back into Antigua, and then head off, you know, basically north into the north of Guatemala. Now on a map, as the crow flies, there's not a lot of distance between Antigua and uh, Lago Atitlan, probably about 30 kilometers. It still took about three and a half hours to get there, but we'll come to that a bit later on. The, the, wo- the roads even are long and winding as you'd expect. But first of all, what did Antigua have in store for us? Well, first thing we found, apart from a fantastic market that done brilliant roast chicken, was uh, we found a cigar shop. It was closed when we originally found it, but we went back there later on that evening and got chatting to the uh, lady that ran the, the shop. What was cool was you had the shop front, the shop area, but after a certain time, it was closed, it was locked off, and you had to book an appointment. The reason for that is beyond the shop was a smoking room, and you could just sit there, glass of wine, get a rum, or whatever you fancied. You'd have a cigar, and you could sit there for a few hours, smoking your cigar, having some fun, chilling out. That was ace, and it was only then talking to the lady there that we mentioned about what we'd been told in Nicaragua about the leaves and the fact that you know, Nicaraguan cigars were effectively Cuban cigars. And she said, that's correct. That's absolutely true. The Nicaraguans don't promote their cigars really well, but they're of a really good quality. Not necessarily the best quality in the world. She was saying that there were certain parts of Guatemala, surprise, surprise, but also um, the Dominican Republic, there were certain cigars that were incredibly impressive in those places as well. Forgot the names, but that's what she was saying at the time. She's also talking to us about a whole different you know types of cigars that you can get in your coronas, etc. 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 So that's a very pleasant way to spend an evening. We also done a walking tour of Antigua. We'd managed to also book in a, a place to watch the Super Bowl as well. Uh, we found this bar that we were recommended. Went in there and booked our seats right at the front of the bar. We thought, if we're going to watch it, we might as well be at the front of the bar. You're going to get quicker beer service and you're right in front of the TV. So thinking ahead, people, thinking ahead. We went out the Cerro de la Cruz. Again, it was a very nice walk. Walked around loads of uh, different churches and ruins. Uh, the Church of Candelera, Candelaria, the ruinous there. Santo Domingo, Iglesia de la Merced. Uh, I think there was a, 
the sanctuary of San Francisco, the Santuario of San Francisco, El Grande, loads of different churches to walk around, loads of different ruins. Again, the architecture is quite cool. And it's also quite an earthquake prone area. So not every building was, you know, the original building as such, yeah, especially after the Spanish came in and brutalized everyone in the 16th century and created this sort of grid format as well. So not a lot of, uh, you know, historical ruins uh, going on there, but a very pleasant city anyway. Now, I hold my hands up. I hold my hands up on Super Bowl Sunday. If you've ever seen the game between New England and Seattle in the Super Bowl, uh, a remarkable game, a ridiculous finish. Why, why Seattle did not run the ball and instead tried passing the ball, I do not know. Um, I think I was a bit. I think I was a bit too excited that New England won the Super Bowl. Uh, I always support the AFC teams rather than the NFC teams just because the Jets play in the AFC. So no matter who's in the final, I normally go with the AFC team anyway. So as you know, it was nice to see, uh, you know, New England Tom Brady uh, win. As much as it pains me to say that, I always have a respect for the way they function uh, in terms of how good they can be to watch sometimes. Anyway, I felt sorry for Aaron, especially as I rubbed it in his face for the first uh, five minutes afterwards. It is absolutely incredible. Uh, and I think I was the only one in the bar uh, after New England there, I think everyone was a Seattle fan. Or they just hated New England, one of the two. I got quite drunk that evening. Uh, ended up, uh, I think we, we ended up scaring the shit out of a little market trader in the end. Not in a bad way. We weren't, you know, it wasn't like angry drunk or anything like that. But we, um, we'd had a few, we sat down, had a few sandwiches and we were just talking a lot of bollocks, basically. And I think the woman thought we were a bit insane. Uh, we probably were at the time. And... Uh, that, that that was Antigua. All I can say, though, is it is definitely worth going. If you get the chance to also go to the central market in Mercado Central, it is ginormous. Uh, pretty much it's... It was almost like a food meets bric-a-brac. Anything and anything you could buy pretty much in, in that market. There was some fantastic ceviche, uh, ceviche places. Again, loads of great roast chicken. I got Amalan seemed to be brilliant at doing roast chicken. All sorts of animals that you could buy, whether it's legal or illegal, I don't know. But you could buy all sorts of things from the central market in, in Antigua. I think we also had a uh, coffee at the El Viejo Cafe, which is quite near the main plaza. Again, if you're around there, recommend going in there. It's a wonderful place. So that was Antigua. Uh, we knew, again, we knew we'd be back, but it was off to Lago de Atitlan now. Where exactly we would end up, we didn't know. But we were recommended or told to go to uh, San Pedro, La Laguna, which, as the crow flies, not too far away. But bear in mind, you're dealing with a variety of uh, long and winding roads. Uh, the journey took about three and a half hours. Not the most comfortable journey, hands down, in the world, but a journey, a journey nonetheless. San Pedro, La Laguna... It was just nice to be by the lake. It was nice to be, again, pretty much in, in the middle of nowhere. Uh, the lake itself was fantastic. San Pedro La Laguna was all right. Uh, it was sort of the most popular place on the, on the lake itself. Uh, quite a few tourists there. Uh, we stayed in a hostel. It wasn't a great hostel. I don't even remember it having a window, to be honest. So it was a bit of airflow at a premium. Ended up playing a lot of beer pong uh, on the first evening with um, a couple of... Uh, friends that we made in the hostel but we did book onto a trip we did book onto a couple of trips uh, number one was to watch the sunrise over 
Lagor Atitlan itself. And that involved pretty much going up to, if memory serves correctly, it involved going to uh, a Mirador, the opposite side of the lake. I've got a feeling it might have been the Mirador Ischel, might not have been, but I think it was around the area on the north side of the lake. Uh, possibly it could have been the Vulcan San Pedro as well, but regardless, that involved a very early start in the morning, as you'd expect. And we, we got to the drop-off point. So we'd taken a minibus, we got to the drop-off point, also then had to walk about 20 minutes to the top of this hill. And then at the top of the hill, climbed up to this, you know, uh, almost like a giant wooden hut, basically. And at about five o'clock in the morning, everything's pitch black. You're not really seeing a lot. You've been awake for quite a long time as well. Thankfully, the guys uh, and the girls that were sort of hosting the tour were plowing through the uh, wonderful hot chocolate uh, and also the uh, coffee as well, keeping everyone warm. Most people were underdressed as well. I remember because you're not really moving around that much, you're pretty much freezing your tits off uh, as well. Bear in mind, you are quite high up in the mountains too. So lesson learned, if you're high up in the mountains and going to watch a sunrise, it's going to be cold before the sun comes up. Do take appropriate clothing. Now we're in the north, we're in the northwest side of the lake. We're on the Mirador. So what's going to happen is the sun, of course, rises in the east. So we're going to see it effectively rise behind a volcano on the east. Forget the name of the volcano, but it's quite, it's quite a way out, a very hilly area. And this sun, the sky started to lighten up. You can see it starting to lighten up. You can see in the distance, you've got a volcano there. You can see the sun just peering up slowly and surely behind the volcano. And the stars, the, you see the moon, you see the sun coming up. The sounds, the the uh, colours reflecting off of the lake itself, pristine, absolutely pristine. We'd all bought sunglasses, which was very clever of us, so we were able to pretty much stare into it. And this process, you know, I don't know, maybe took about twenty minutes, half an hour, or something like that for the, you know the sun to be fully up. And it was just, it was just a wonderful thing to see. Again, I think we had to pinch ourselves a little bit. You know, you're in. Guatemala, you're overlooking a lake, you're near a few active volcanoes, you've just seen the sunrise across the lake, you know, behind a volcano. I mean, how cool is that? Just, just a wonderful thing to be able to say that we've done. We'd all warmed up by then as well, uh, which was nice. And we stayed there for a few hours in, in total. It's it just a very pleasant way to start the day. And what we've done on the way home, rather than go straight back to San Pedro La Laguna, we decided that we'd get dropped off at um, a tiny village called uh, Santa Clara, La Laguna. And we just spend most of the day going from basically little town to little town. And we would just hang out basically. So we, I think on that day we visited Santa Clara, La Laguna, San Pablo, La Laguna, San Marcos, La Laguna, San Juan, La Laguna. You can see there's a recurring theme here with the names, they're all saints. And then we ended up, finally ended up back in uh, San Pedro, La Laguna, um, we, some great tuk-tuk drivers took us from place to place. It was really cool. And it was just nice to see the lake from different angles. We did debate about going to the other side of the lake. Um, there's a place called uh, Panahahel, I think that's how you pronounce it, that's on the northeast side of the lake. That has some great reviews in The Lonely Planet. But we decided, because time is at a premium, 
we decided the best thing that we could do was head back to Antigua to then head up north uh, with the aim of reaching a place called Flores because we wanted to go and see the ruins at Tikal, uh, which are in the, bio, uh, the Reserva de Biosfera Maya, right up in the north of Guatemala. Again, we were following Lonely Planet recommendations, uh, recommended it as a place to go and see. Lake Life was great. I'm sure we could have stayed there for uh, a few more days, but we knew we had to endure the bus journey back to Antigua. We knew that we were in for a three and a half hour bumpy ride. That's exactly what happened. But the great thing about going back there was, number one, staying at the same hostel was always nice. And, and number two, we then kind of realised how much or how many avocados are grown in that area. Uh, we were a lot along the, you know, the winding roads. There were truckloads and truckloads and truckloads of avocados. Never seen anything like it in my life. Thankfully, I like avocados. Aaron, not a big fan. So, uh, yeah, put him at a height and give him an avocado. Not good. <laughs> not a good combination. Sorry, Aaron. Uh, you're going to hate that. So apart from seeing truckloads of avocados, uh, it was a simple case of getting back into Antigua. Went back to the same cigar shop uh, that evening. Unfortunately, it wasn't the same lady that was working. At uh, this time, it was a, a guy that was working. Still had a great conversation, but you know, just not as good to look at as uh, the lovely lady that was working there. We popped open the Lonely Planet. We had to book the, bear in mind we've got these bus tickets now, these you know, Collectivo tickets. So we had to book ourselves into the next journey. And that's exactly what we've done. We, we looked at Lonely Planet. We realized that we knew roughly where we needed to end up. We were gonna have, we we're gonna have a bit of jungle fun, shall we say, and we'd end up in the jungle next week so join us next week when we are going to be doing some caving and we're going to be uh, doing some tubing and also hopefully none of us get swept off down the river join us next week for the heart of Guatemala hasta luego